Hello there, you're tuning into Yes What? Are you prone to stress or having a hard time separating your mind from work? I'm your host, Zoe, and next to me is Melanie, who will make sure I don't use my outdoor voice today. Lately, I've been exploring ways to restore some zen and tranquility. I'll be sharing some of my recent adventures in wellness with my fellow Yes Starlist in Crime, Michelle. Hi, Michelle. Hello, Zoe. This is Michelle, content editor at Yesda and Zoe's teammate, also a Sagittarius who paradoxically enjoys quiet evenings at home. I'm actually quite an anxious person and I'm always in the search for Zen, which is why I think I'm on this show today. Yeah, absolutely right. I'm absolutely right. <laughs> yes, because... Um, like I've worked with you for maybe like I think three or two and a two, two and a half years, two yeah. years yeah and I think uh, out of all my teammates you always seem like you're a bit stressed although I know maybe you're not completely stressed maybe you just seem a little bit nervous it's that obvious <laughs> <laughs> I guess like subtle hints not mm-hmm. not obvious how are you doing lately in terms of uh, stress levels I feel like Okay, actually. I mean, it's definitely been higher, my stress levels. Higher? It's definitely been higher. Oh, so, oh okay. Yeah. So it has improved. It's actually improved slightly, I think. Yeah. In the last month or so, we've tried three very different uh, experiences to try and de-stress. Yeah. Do you think that actually any of those helped? I think there were subtle boosts to my mood. Mm. I mean, definitely the sing bowl kind of made me feel a bit more refreshed. Mm. And um, we also tried a floral arrangement workshop. I think in the moment that actually really helped me concentrate mm-hmm. and just clear my mind a little bit. The foot massage mm. that actually made me feel lighter for about a day or so. And I think collectively those experiences made me feel slightly less stressed. <laughs> I mean, slightly. Yeah, I'm still a very stressed person. In today's session, <laughs> we'll do a recap on the uh, wellness experiences that we recently tried. We'll start with the Tibetan singing bowls, which is a type of sound therapy, and then we'll follow with a floral arrangement, and then likely end with our foot massage experience. A long time ago, I actually tried this thing called music therapy, which involves just, you know, I don't know how to play any musical instruments except piano, but then they would actually have a bunch of musical instruments in the room and then you're supposed to go around and just make sounds randomly and that's supposed to help clarify your emotions or something. So what sort of instruments were in a room? Was it quite cathartic? Like you go and smash stuff? (laughs) I did go a bit heavy metal on some of them. Heavy metal, I love it. There were lots of drums, I think, and there were um, just random like percussive instruments, Mm. like, you know, xylophones and just, I don't know what to call them when there's a bunch of wooden blocks and you're supposed to hit them together. Stuff like that. And then there were like guitars and like proper musical. Not that those weren't proper, so, but they were. So that was sound therapy. That was called music therapy. Music and it was therapy. actually concluded by, there's a therapist as well. And a therapist? <laughs> I suppose we could call it a therapist. It isn't just me going crazy in a room full of musical uh-huh. instruments. But um, the moderator, I suppose, she mm-hmm. actually kind of, you know, talk through your emotions with you at the end of the session. Oh. So that was my only experience with so-called sound therapy. That sounds really interesting. It was quite intense, though. I've only intense. done it once. Yeah. As you mentioned, you tried uh, music therapy. Mm. So do you think the music therapy gave you an expectation for Tibetan singing bowls therapy that we tried recently? Um, I feel like in my mind, the music therapy is more of a, like a therapy thing, whereas mm-hmm. the, um, Tibetan singing bowl would be more like, 
in my mind, it's more of a new agey sort of thing. So I already automatically put those two experiences into different boxes. Oh. But for me, I've never tried thing bowl therapy before. So it was mm. all new to me. And I was, I was actually pretty excited to try it because... I feel that it could definitely help with my stress levels. Mm -hmm. I mean, those were quite high during that period mm. of time. Yeah. When I first heard singing bowls, I literally just thought oh, a bunch of people sit in a, sitting in a circle and then we just like hit bowls and yeah, chant. Yeah, yeah, same for me, actually. I thought it's singing would be involved, like me mm, actually exactly. having to sing or Maybe chant. Maybe it's from this weird, obscure documentary I watched about monks and Tibet. Oh my God, like, what documentary ago. is that? I don't know, something by <laughs> the National Ah, okay. <laughs> Yeah, um, I definitely thought singing would be like an integral part of the mm, experience. But and turns it, out it wasn't. Mm, yeah, I mean, it's the bow sings, so it, it's not me who's actually <laughs> the, singing. The bow sings on our body. Yes. <laughs> it sounds really weird, but I've never tried any sound therapy or music therapy before. Um, mm. So, but actually when I first heard of uh, Tibetan singing bow, I, I kind of like just did a quick Google and it mentioned something about chakra healing and... I kind of know a little bit about chakra healing based on like, you know, healing crystals and yoga. Like basically you find something that vibrates with different, like what they called, like chakra points in your body. Is that kind of like pressure points in yes, a way? Yes, I think it's okay. similar. So it's something with acupressure, there's this thing called pressure points. I feel like they might correspond. I think it's the same idea. Before we tried the therapy itself, it was actually just like a trial lesson. It was like a one-off thing. Yeah. You know, uh, what were your expectations about, you know, its effects and stuff? I, thought. I didn't actually think it would work on a very extensive scale. Mm -hmm. That's the thing. I mean, I didn't expect for my stress levels to suddenly go down or anything. I was just mm -hmm. looking for a sort of new experience, I guess. I mean, just because I've never tried it before. So that was the main thing for me. In my case, before I tried the, uh, for, uh, the session itself, I'm usually quite okay at handling my stress levels. Just before we had that uh, experience, I actually had some issues relaxing my mind. I was constantly thinking about stuff. I felt quite uneasy. So I was hoping that the uh, session would help, like make, maybe kind of resource some Detox. zen. Detox. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like meditation. I imagine that uh, it could be some sort of like meditative experience. Have you tried meditation before? Actually? No, I end up falling asleep a lot. <laughs> yeah, that happens. But have you downloaded those meditation apps that are really popular? <gasps> what is popular? this app? You know, there's a lot of, I, I don't think we should name them, but there's some really popular ones where it's like guided meditation that you do daily, like for five minutes and increase it to like 10 minutes, 15 minutes. And Have you tried meditation before? Um, not on an extensive scale. I mean, because it's never actually worked for me too well, I think. But either I'm too stressed or I'm too impatient. I don't know. Because I feel like those meditation apps, those voices they have are sort of modulated to be very, very like relaxing in a very generic way mm -hmm. and it can be it can achieve the opposite mm -hmm. just because it's kind of really fake and really fake. You know, like really really like, relaxing like the voice of siri way. yes the voice of siri exactly <laughs> so, I mean, <laughs> imagine the voice of siri telling you to relax um, relax 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 so that's actually really difficult that was so i've dipped into a little bit in the past but um, singing both is a completely new experience for me. It's true. Okay, so I'm not sure if many of our audience uh, have tried singing bowls before, so we could maybe like run through uh, what it entails. Yeah. Before we attended the session, we were sent like a checklist of uh, things to prepare. So for example, they told us to wear comfy and loose fitting clothes, that like, ideally without any buttons. But when they sent me that checklist, it was really too late. I they sent us the checklist kind of after I've left the yeah, flat in the morning, exactly. actually. I was like, oh my god, they should have sent us earlier. So I wore a button top. 
Yeah. And you wore jeans as well, I, I think. I wore yeah. jeans. They were comfy jeans. Mm. I mean, I'm wearing it today, but they're kind of loose. But I didn't expect it to be, to affect the experience. Yeah. And then they told us to bring ideally a big towel to keep our body warm. Like, I guess if you're... Is that the reason for the towel? I actually never realized why a towel was needed. Apparently, uh, halfway through the session, you know, people do feel cold. Ah, okay. I didn't have that issue. I think I was... I definitely didn't have that issue. It was a really hot summer day. And then they also told us to bring like a small towel and uh, maybe an eye mask. Really? Yeah. I didn't get that memo at all. I I didn't really understand it. But then I kind of halfway through the session, I realized maybe if you're sensitive to light, because ideally halfway through the session, you're supposed to be fully relaxed. You should be kind of on the verge of being asleep. Right. So I guess if you're sensitive to light, it might um, kind of disturb you from relaxing yeah yeah, i could see that happening i guess yeah and then they the checklist ended with like uh, bring water to drink i didn't Mm. bring anything i didn't bring anything except i did wear loose flowy pants and Mm. i i think i didn't i I wore a t-shirt or something yeah yeah i had to borrow a t-shirt off my friend (laughs) (laughs) yeah i remember that and you were i think you were on the verge of not doing that you were gonna just go with a button-up top yeah beginning right (laughs) it's true maybe the button top would have affected the experience more or less like the overall mood and everything yeah maybe also like we literally hiked up to the studio mm. <laughs> i was, it was a pretty lots. steep hike yeah. i mean the studio was actually really nice it was in a very secluded neighborhood it was mm. on a side street and the decor was really nice and the architecture yeah. of the building well part of it was actually very pretty mm-hmm. it was like a pink building oh it's so cute and then they have plants just outside the door yeah and there were like uh sliding doors and like uh, studio mirrors inside oh, yeah. the sliding doors were kind of floor length yeah so the the studio was really well lit based mm. on the windows mm. when we first went in we can already feel that it was very chill and peaceful there were just like loads of tatami mats yes and in the middle like uh, i think the the uh in pra- do we call them practitioners are they uh, i guess I mean, bowls practitioners i guess they're not like bowl therapists so they should be bowl bowlers it gets worse yeah yeah but then she she did like have her um her setup of bowls in the center of the mm. room and then there were, there were quite a lot of them there were like seven of them all different sizes is that meant to be a like a special configuration yeah or? so i remember asking the uh practitioner the um the musician i don't know what musician. to call <laughs> i don't know what to call her but like so i remember i asked i asked her after the session you know why were there seven bowls and she said each different sized uh, bowls will resonate with a different chakra in your body so like pressure points so i'm like ah but then she did mention that you could um some some practitioners only use like two or three bowls mm. it depends on which body part they're focusing on or I, I think there must be a one or two bowls that focus on like a general vibration right kind of thing mm. it's like an overall health kind of bowl so um the session began like you know everybody just laid down on the tatami mat uh we had like a yoga block just to like to, to, to cushion, cushion our yes, heads. yeah so it's quite comfortable and the tatami floor was really cool it's perfect um and then what else? And then I think like you know it's it, it all began really leisurely and slowly. You know she told us to shut our eyes, uh, and like and she gradually kind of like instructed us to kind of uh, relax different part of our bodies. Mm. There's like a body scan thing. Yeah, where, you know you're supposed like from to like head to toe. Head to toe, yeah. <laughs> 
once we were kind of fully relaxed, I don't know how she judged up, but then I think she can sense the atmosphere in the air, like, oh. There was subtle shifts in the atmosphere yeah. or whatever. And then she gradually kind of like circle around the room. I think she carried one or two bottles. I yeah. Well, I don't know because, I mean, I've got I, my I eyes closed, but I could hear the, like her kind of padding around the room. Mm, just, yeah. And sometimes the ball is quite close to our bodies. Oh, yes, yeah. yes. It's quite interesting because the the sound of the singing bowl wasn't what I was expecting. I was expecting more like gongs and like you know. I know it's the stuff you get in like temples, right? Yeah. I was expecting that it, kind it of. But then it just sounds like a long sustained synthesizer kind of electronic. Yeah, sound. that was the most surprising bit about the singing bowl experience that it was mm. that close to like synths. I mean, which I actually really like. I love synths. Yeah, too. I love synths so much. So it was actually a really good sound for me, and it was like very very chill electronic mm. music in a way, like ancient. Ancient techno. Ancient techno. Like I was thinking more like space kind of vibe. Spacey, yeah. Because it reminded me of the soundtrack of Interstellar. <laughs> ah, okay. So that kind of like yeah. sustained, uh, echoey synth. Mm. I feel like I'm sort of on a spaceship, but in a good way, sort of. Yeah, that feeling where you're floating off into midair. That, mm. yeah. It kind of added to the feeling that we were kind of floating in, I don't know, in space. Was, did you feel like you were kind of floating halfway through the experience yeah because i don't think i actually fell asleep that's the thing i mean i was in a state of like semi-sleep for a while but then i got a really nice sort of as you said floaty feelings throughout the session mm. just sort of like i was just spiraling away as so to speak yeah i oh so you didn't really sleep until like until like very late in the session and then i think at that point she was like oh it's time to get out um <laughs> roll over so that was that was way like like almost like the almost end. at the end of the session. Oh, yeah, because I think I fell asleep around the second half of the session. Like uh, I had quite vivid memories of what she did at the beginning, um, but not so much towards the end. I think I just literally fell asleep in the last because the the session was about an hour. Was it an hour? It was an hour long. Yeah. yeah, I think my most vivid memory from the experience was that when she was kind of scanning our bodies with uh, the with the balls like she was just was it she was kind of playing the ball mm. uh, while she was walking around us so i think i felt the most of the vibration i'm not sure if it's the sound waves or the vibration i felt the vibration the strongest on my right leg I could literally feel the vibration like traveling from the bottom of my foot all the way to my like head. It was really... Is that because you've actually, like, have you ever hurt your right leg or anything? Or Not like, really, but I sensitive think... To... But I think I do strain my right side of the body a lot. Like, when I'm walking, maybe I lean on it a bit more. But it was quite, it was really cathartic. Like the experience was really yeah, enlightening. I think cathartic is the right word. There's something very immersive about the sound. So yes. I can actually feel the vibration sort of passing through my body. Mm. And um, a weird thing was that I think there's a lot of stuff that I feel is misaligned about my body mm -hmm. and perhaps my mind as well. I feel in the moment that sort of misalignment getting corrected. Oh, wow. So it was like this block of sound passing through me. And it was just, as you said, it was just really cathartic. It was mm. just... Uh, for a minute, there was some emotional clarity, I think. That's true. And because, like, throughout the session, it was quite a relatively small group. We had, like, a group of six, six people. people. And one of the people actually, like, I think she fell asleep quite early on. Oh, yeah, she snored yeah. quite <laughs> I could early. hear snoring all the way through <laughs> the session. I found it quite distracting. Myself. Yeah. I could hear her snoring. <laughs> it's really normal to, like, fall asleep throughout yeah. the session. Like, the quicker you fall asleep, the, the more relaxed you are. Yeah, so I guess that means I'm still not very relaxed because yeah. I didn't manage to fall asleep 
at any point. But after the experience, you know, do you think it helped with um, any like relieving some of your stress levels or maybe did it like kind of de-stress you in some way? I think I felt more refreshed that afternoon and on that night I actually had better sleep than usual. Mm-hmm. She did mention that um, you're supposed to have more dreams or more vivid dreams than usual but my dreams are usually quite vivid and I do dream a lot. So mm-hmm. I, I don't know if it's down to the sound therapy or if it's just me are they yeah. nightmares or are they just weird they're not weird nightmares dreams? they're just very weird and spacey dreams <laughs> sounds great like, yeah. <laughs> i rarely dream but you I rarely do, dream like i used to dream a lot more but i have weird like game show dreams where i'm like game in this rpg dreams. game yeah, it's really fun and adventurous but then i'll wake up and be like i want to finish the game <laughs> but now like recently i think i fall into deep sleep a lot quicker which is why i dream i dreamt less oh yes 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 that's true uh, yeah i actually i didn't have any dreams either <laughs> i okay. slept really well <laughs> no i don't think it matters if you don't really have vivid dreams or anything that... i did realize my bowel movements were a bit more active oh, <laughs> she did say that you're supposed to like pee more often or something i think it's to flush out the toxins like the though. detox yeah. yeah maybe that's the reason why we're really we were really thirsty after the session she did tell us to oh, drink, yeah, to water. drink more water we yeah. didn't drink water we just went and drank tea and have cake <laughs> <laughs> which is also fine yeah that's also a way to de-stress just in case you're wondering yeah so actually i didn't do any extra research on singing bowls after the session mm. I did actually. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I feel kind of bad going into the session basically knowing nothing about it mm. and just discovering it all as it happens. So uh-huh. I well, this is just Google. So a singing bowl also known as Himalayan bowls is a type of bell that vibrates and produces a rich deep tone when played. So they're said to promote relaxation and offer a powerful healing property. So I'm not mm. sure about the healing bit. I mean, I'm always a bit skeptical about stuff that says healing. It's probably the vibration. You. You know, but I mean, the vibrations, maybe they're like targeting something really deep-seated yeah. in mind. Because I recently bought a massage gun and it really doesn't do the massaging, but it just vibrates a lot. So I feel like maybe vibrations has something to do with like adjusting some sort of body. So the vibration bit. itself yeah. is good enough. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, okay, there are a few different theories as to why the bowls might be beneficial. And the first one is that the bowls actually the vibrations of the bow produce may affect the body and mind mm-hmm. and then the second one is that the sounds the bows create may impact brain waves in order to induce relaxation and the third is that they induce the same psychological effects and benefits as listening to music oh. so i mean that makes me think that you could have gotten the same benefits from just listening to music, listening to music. and going exactly. to sleep <laughs> yeah yeah and going to sleep that's the thing. I mean, I, I never figured out whether, you know, the refresh feeling I got afterwards is down to me basically taking sort of a rest in the middle of the day. It was an afternoon nap. Yeah, I mean, basically <laughs> I took an afternoon nap or kind of took an afternoon nap. and Or is it actually because they healed something, they rebalanced my chakras or anything? Mm. Or maybe a bit of both. Maybe a bit of both. Anyhow, it was still quite a very interesting experience, I, I felt. Yeah. I feel like it could be on the mystical end of things, but it turned out that it was actually quite everyday and just sort of very gently chill. I guess there were some therapeutic benefits Mm. to it. (laughs) 
Eager to find out what's new from your favorite K-beauty brands? Here are some of the latest beauty launches at YesStyle that you may want to check out. Is your skin feeling more irritated during the change of season? Kaolian's Relipi Relaxing Cream is lightweight yet deeply moisturizing. It features a triple sickle formula along with peptide-rich saccharomyces to soothe and nurture skin back to health. Also designed to alleviate skin irritation and dryness, Alive Lab's Avocado The Balancing Balm is packed with moisturizing avocado extract in a gentle pH 5-6 to 6 formula that is suitable for intimate skin. If you're looking for long-wearing makeup with added skincare benefits, give Blessed Moon's Black Hole Lasting Waterproof Eyeliner a shot. Featuring an oil and water-resistant formula, the eyeliner is packed with nourishing and revitalizing extracts derived from collagen, chamomile, barley, and vitamin C. Keep your eyes looking sharp and bold all day long, no matter the occasion, with its free versatile shades. Taking off your makeup can be such a task, especially after a long, tiring day. Check out Ferenko's Moringa Deep Cleansing Oil, a two-in-one cleansing oil that makes removing waterproof makeup a breeze. It's formulated with Moringa Oil, a naturally hydrating ingredient with anti-inflammatory, antimicrobial, antioxidant and skin-smoothing benefits. For more information, check out our September new releases blog on the Yes Stylist or head to yesstyle.com to start shopping. About a month ago, we had a chance to uh, try out a floral arrangement trial workshop. The course was taught by visiting lecturers from the HK Academy of Floral Arrangement. And then me and you and then a couple of our editors, we all went together. I did find the experience quite relaxing, actually. I mean, I kind of went into it not being a flower person of any sort. Mm -hmm. I mean, I actually pretty much never actually like receiving flowers and <sighs> I have no experience of, you know, arranging flowers, even uh -huh. in a vase, in my living room, I suppose. What and, made um, you dislike flowers? I mean, dislike is a very strong word. It's <laughs> <laughs> already really mild. I mean, it's a mild dislike for flowers. I wasn't sure. I was a bit on the fence about whether I should join the workshop. But mm. then it was like, it was advertised as beginners and mm. also kind of like, it's supposed to be very manageable. So the other reason why I wasn't that keen on it was that I, I'm not very crafty. So not very crafty? I, you don't strike me as a person as a person who's not crafty. I mean, I'm crafty only to a very limited extent, maybe particularly <laughs> not with flowers. So, oh. and Plants have always died in my vicinity. Oh my gosh, same here. <laughs> like, I'm infamously awful at dealing with plants. Uh, like I, I, Even I, like cacti. Yeah, and succulents, you know, I've tried. Uh, they like kind plants of, that are not, that are very hard to kill. They kind of wilted or yeah. they, grow, they grew moldy. <laughs> I know, so I thought, kind of thought flowers were sort of on the other end of the spectrum, but they're so fragile, so I thought for sure I couldn't handle it. And um. Um, that was another reason why I wasn't... I was a bit unsure whether to go for the workshop. I see. So in my case, is I have no any prior experience in floral arrangements, but I have friends who kind of worked as florists and I was quite in awe at how they can like, it seems so comfortable navigating, mm. navigating between flowers. Uh, there were times I received bouquets and flowers and my mom would panic at the state of me trying to place them in a vase. Because <laughs> I would just like to shove it in there. My mom would be like, no, no, you don't do this. You're so useless. Oh my God. <laughs> I didn't even know that there was a particular way you can actually, you know, that it's correct. I, yeah. uh, oh, maybe you're like a more 
orthodox way mm. of, put, of arranging flowers. I guess that traditionally you need to at least trim it. Yeah. I never understood why don't you trim it. Yeah. Why I mean, they for trim me, it? I mean, if you've given me a bunch of flowers, I would have just kind of shoved it into whatever exactly. container I can find. So I guess like from this experience, I was hoping uh, maybe I'll at least learn how to arrange like basic flowers so at least I can you know sometimes it'll be nice to have some flowers lying on my dining table like just simple ones I'll be like if I'm able to do basic arrangements like that it'd be nice but mm. like at least I don't have to worry about like watering it and stuff hopefully <laughs> <laughs> and they also advertise the workshop as quite it's supposed to be relaxing yeah. so I just thought you know given my stress levels I feel that this would actually this might actually work to some extent yeah so the uh, workshop lasted about like an hour and approximately a half? an hour i think people were still kind of trimming and tweaking towards the end of it oh yeah <laughs> so, people are such perfectionists mm, oh my god uh, me people in oh, general people, oh, me, i mean I, me as well but i yeah. think i stopped tweaking at some point when i realized that i couldn't actually make it better without uprooting everything oh yeah. oh actually the experience made my uh, inner perfectionist really happy because I love doing things in order. I love you doing, do? Yeah, I, I have a chronology OCD. I mentioned it in a previous Actually, episode. that surprises me, actually. Because yeah, <laughs> I feel like you're more, like you're very creative and I always associate that sort of, that level of creativity with um, just being okay with a certain amount of chaos. I think I like, uh, I think in my ideas, I'm more spontaneous, but in uh, actioning it, I prefer like having a routine and order okay like when you're executing I'm a juxtaposition them. okay <laughs> so the workshop was quite simple and straightforward the florist actually prepared all the flowers and the stuff we need in order to recreate like this model display she did and it was quite it it was quite a simple like display of flowers like the one she she kind of demoed yeah spare i don't know i mean it wasn't like um, it, it was definitely wasn't extravagant to any It wasn't extent. extravagant. Yeah. It was kind of nice and it's simple. It's got some symmetry to it. Oh, there's I symmetry. Feel, oh, yeah. I love yeah. symmetry. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, she she gave us like all the equipments, and then there were these cardboard baskets that uh, like there's one in front of every participant, and you know, I think it's like a cardboard basket and then there's like holes on both ends yeah and it's got a big styrofoam block in the middle oh, yeah, where did. you're supposed to insert the stems of the flowers yeah i kind of was hoping she would teach us a bit more about like flowers the names the flowers yeah, and everything. she didn't really she i don't know if it's because maybe um english wasn't her first language or maybe she struggled yeah. a bit uh, teaching the session mm -hmm. but um but she did teach us some basic knowledge and techniques about how to place the flowers mm. so that was quite helpful and that was quite nice because i think my concern with tr learning floral arrangement is I, if I don't understand why she's doing it if she just say you just put it in or it's supposed to look like this yeah. it's supposed to look good it, without giving us any guides or tips like or why it should be placed like this I would be really confused <laughs> I love that she kind of made me see like there was a bit of a philosophy behind it oh, yeah. yeah so it's almost like you know it's quite zen the way that it's mm. being approached like don't fill up all the gaps and let the arrangement breathe so don't you know just because I think there's a natural desire for people when they're doing the flower arrangement to kind of fill up all the empty space that they can see. It's quite nice. It's just like telling us to breathe, just as yeah. the flowers need space yeah. to breathe. It's quite nice. It's very calming. In yeah. I actually found it even more calming than doing the same bowl session in a <laughs> I mean, I've never actually gotten like buzzwords, like, you know, mindfulness and everything. Mm. But I feel like the floral arrangement workshop actually helped me see that. For oh. like, there were brief glimmers of that. 
it helped me concentrate in the moment and it wasn't like work or anything so I think work doesn't count because you have to yeah <laughs> whereas this one it's not it's not exactly like watching a Netflix show or something at the same time because I mean that was purely leisure this was sort of a, a task you have to be good at I mean you have to try and be proficient at it but at the same time there's no pressure to actually be perfect it's quite a nice balance yeah the starting bit was actually really straightforward it just gradually built up it was quite a natural procedure so she said always start with um what was it she started with the roses remember there were quite a lot of those like there were pink roses yellow roses yeah i guess the main theme for that was like the big petaled flowers yeah she gave us like three different colored uh, roses and then we just kind of group them like one color on one section and then you gradually marry them together mm. in the middle it's quite a nice concept of a you know color co- combination and stuff i love that it didn't come across as really tidy in the end oh yes uh, yeah so there's nice. still a bit of room for spontaneity and mm. creativity and then there were some tips that she taught us just like you know for example the centerpiece is always really different flower from the rest of the bouquet yeah in our case we had a lily of the incus is that what it's called i I googled (laughs) image all my flowers when i got home (laughs) because i have no idea i I was like what is this because she keeps saying you know you put this flower is different put it in the middle i'm like can you tell me what it's called please like i think maybe she knew what it's called in cantonese but she didn't And then I, you know, there was this really pretty flower that was really long. I think she called it lace flower. Lace flowers. I love those. pretty. And because like the lace flower had a really long stem, she taught us that, like you know, with things with longer stem, you should like have them extend a bit further out from the bouquet. So it has more dimension. Yeah. I think getting that that three-dimensional sort of effect is very important yeah, according quite, to the instructor nice i i like learning things in a workshop <laughs> but i mean i feel like my final work was actually kind of i mean if i have to be objective it's actually kind of lacking in that sense because i cut my stems way too short oh. so when i kind of inserted them all into the block it just ended up really packed which was not great i mean I it just think looks, it looked okay at it looks the more end. like a like a pretty bouquet than mm. a proper floral arrangement it has more compact yeah feel to it. so i remember the instructor actually stopping by and saying that oh you know compared to the the sample display she's saying that if these were both for sale then mine would sell for like 300 and yours would sell for like 200 oh, bl- oh god why would she <laughs> was say like, oh my god that's harsh <laughs> that's so mean yeah <laughs> Is that how they judge prices for bouquets based on the arrangement? I don't know. I mean, she said like, oh, yours is actually okay, but it's quite small. So like in terms of size, you know, the the bigger, like the more extended it is, it's like the size. better. Yeah. Which is why more you, highly priced. Like, you know, people who, ex, the expensive bouquets are always huge. Yeah. And you see like girls in the street carrying like these huge like yeah, bouquets. Bigger than them. The, <laughs> yeah. It's like bigger than them. I always thought like the price was determined by the type of flowers used. I think that also goes into the equation. Mm. So actually, I think from the uh, experience, what I noticed is that uh, because it's quite a creative workshop, even though we were all following the same display, you can still see some aspects of your personality within your bouquet. Like there's a way of that you're arranging it. It shows <laughs> yeah. some part of your personality. Yeah. Um, who else was it? Because Shelley, Maureen, Yumi and Sarah, we, we all had... It's all subtly different. It's subtly different, yeah. It kind of shows different personality. It was quite nice. And then some people from other teams, I saw like they had like a 
I don't know how the flowers look so big. It's so extended. It's a bit explosive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's the right word. Well, yeah. It's quite, it quite interesting to see how, like, when you follow the same thing, it could all turn out very differently. How did, you, like, how did your arrangement sort of reflect parts of your personality? Like, you um, feel? I'm, I have OCD, I think. <laughs> I kept fiddling with it, but then I wasn't really stressed fiddling. You know, some people were really stressed, like, oh, it needs to look perfect. But I'm like, I feel like a lot of people were quite stressed up by it, though. I mean, I can feel the stress levels from other Shelley people in the room. Shelly was definitely stressed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I wasn't too stressed about, like, perfecting it. I actually find the uh, the fine-tuning of me, like, tweaking mm. it quite relaxing. I'm like, oh it looks better here oh. like I think I have a I have a problem <laughs> that was a very different experience for me because usually I'm quite perfectionist especially mm. when it comes to stuff like writing I guess you know I mean, you end you up are. like re-editing everything like a hundred million times but for this I really kind of told myself that I need to stop when it gets and it's not gonna get any better <laughs> like let's that's go. quite a bleak way yeah. of putting it so you know letting go and all that be free like, yes all those zen <laughs> lessons how long did your flowers last actually not for long like three did you days water it? i watered it i think a couple of times a couple of times <laughs> yeah like yeah 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 i mean is that is that like too little or too oh, no, much because i remember the um the the lecturer said like you can water it so it could last longer mm. um I don't, I don't know did she mention any limits but i didn't i was just like if it dies, it dies. If it, if it dries, dies, it dries. It dies. Yeah. That, that's also very zen. Yeah, I think mine like started wilting the second day. <laughs> but definitely on the second day, it looks like the, the edges were getting a bit brown. And I think. crispy. <laughs> yes. And then on the third day, I think it's pretty much like, I need to throw it away. I kind of left it to wilt for a week. <laughs> okay. Did you like keep anything from the arrangement? I wanted to because I was hoping like, you know, they'll make, they make really dry Mm. nice dried flowers um i didn't really bother at the end like some of them some of the flowers dried up really nicely like i like I've, which ones do you remember um i found it so the one that dried up really nicely was like glowed a uh, globe amaranth so this one do you remember it it does look vaguely it familiar kind of look like a thistle but not really like mm. a milk thistle but so that one actually dried up really nice it was the first one to dry it. i don't know if it's because the petals are smaller there's less water in it maybe rose took the longest okay and, and the lily didn't really dry at all it just wilted like i just looked at it and it just seems like yeah it's gonna die so i chucked it in the bin and it, it does seem a shame that something so pretty just ended up in the bin so quickly Mm. yeah but I mean that's flowers, that's flowers. I guess <laughs> did your family say anything when you brought the flowers home they found it strange that I went to work and I came home with a bouquet <laughs> <laughs> who gave yeah. it to you <laughs> that's what the, they usually assume you yeah. know if someone gave that to you <laughs> but it doesn't look like the kind of thing which is like a gift I mean Zoe when's the last time you went for a massage of any sort like a year ago? <laughs> that long. I mean, actually, it's just pretty much the same for me. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Because <sighs> of COVID. <laughs> I know, I know. Recently, we went for a lunchtime massage, mm -hmm. like lunchtime foot massage. Mm -hmm. How do you find experience? Well, because I've had foot massages before, but like, uh, it's not the kind of massage that I would frequently book because I prefer full body. Okay. I think it's more worth it. But um, And usually my massages are pretty long. I usually go for like an hour to two hour sessions. You go for two hour sessions? Yeah, because I really need to like... How often do you go like, you know, 
back in the my childhood friend her mom is a masseuse and she lived opposite my block and when i was still in london i would go there maybe once or twice every month because it's just across that's the road that's pretty frequent actually yeah. i mean yeah. she just lived across me and she was really nice and friendly and you could just roll over and mm. so like that's when i would go for massages more frequently like ever since i moved back to hong kong i haven't really been to a massage so the one i went for last year was the same so the lunchtime massage was like 45 45 minutes, minutes? it's relatively short so i was a bit skeptical at first i'm like oh would it actually be enough but usually they last for that amount of time though like foot massages i mean just one i guess like I guess a single session one body part at yeah, a time so yeah. what were your thoughts you know before the uh, massage mm, i wasn't really looking for anything in particular i just wanted a quick lunchtime de-stressor i know why not <laughs> yeah i mean why not my legs were quite heavy and i was hoping to get rid of some of that heavy feeling so mm. i feel like because i've been kind of doing a slightly more exercise than oh, usual yeah so i feel like oh maybe it's time to sort of like get a more like get my blood circulation flowing mm -hmm. again so um yeah lunchtime massage seems like a great idea so we actually went for a foot massage with like rose bath salts but that was a bit underwhelming, though. I don't know how yeah. you found that, but I mean, it I was... thought like the whole massage would include the roll. I somehow had this thing in my mind where there were like rose petals or something. Yeah. I mean, I was definitely like I think we were overthinking. Yeah, overthinking. Romanticizing the experience. It turned out to be quite a tepid sort of yeah. bath. It was then... just like an orange water. Exactly. Yeah, and the the tub itself is sort of like it looks like a sink except it's detached, and then it's and it's on the floor. It's on the floor. <laughs> sink on yeah, the floor. and I mean like. The, uh, the actual, so uh, you know, the bit that where we soak our feet in the rose bath water was only like five minutes. It was so short-lived. I, like, I know, and the water wasn't really like exactly hot. I mean, it was hot, hot at the beginning and then very quickly it, it cooled was cooled like, really quickly. Yeah. Maybe it's all the aircon. I yeah. wish it lasted, like the heat kind of I know, because that was one retained. of the pretty much the best, I mean, one of the best parts about foot massages, like soaking your feet. And then like after five minutes, the masseuse, like they came back and then they just like applied loads of body oil mm. on our legs like one at a time yeah my impression of massage we started more gradually like light pressure and then like heavier pressure yeah they just start off like with netting and rubbing our legs it's quite intense i feel yeah do you feel intense. like it was i mean for a foot massage i feel like there was definitely pain involved i think it's good point. pain you yeah, know it's, it's good pain. yeah it's good pain it was a kind of pain where i feel like something must be getting unblocked i mean yeah. For me, I may never trust masseuses who don't actually inflict pain on you. <laughs> if there is no pain involved, I feel like something is lacking. That's true. That's true. And because like the way they're kind of like massaging the muscles, they said it's supposed to boost lymphatic drainage. It's a very Chinese oh, like medicinal kind of yeah. way. They kind of massaged us uh, one leg at a time, like 20 minutes. And then move on to the other one. Yeah, yeah. it was twenty minutes for both. I don't remember how long. Oh, I think I feel like she spent more time on my right leg than the left leg, though. Maybe because she felt like my right leg was a little bit it's more true. tired. Time just flew by, and then at the yeah. end, like the we had a pretty good chat with the masseuse, though. Oh, yeah, there's so much we? gossip yeah, at the very uh, <laughs> massage parlor. <laughs> <laughs> they like to gossip a lot, but yeah. I, I love a good gossip. Mm. <laughs> After the massage, they, they covered our legs with towels for a bit. And then mm. they came back with these hot, uh, hot towel that smells like tea tree, tree oil. oil, and that was it. But I mean, it was it was actually effective. I feel I did feel a bit lighter for mm. the rest of the day, and definitely into the next day as well. So I had a pretty good night's sleep, and then the next day, some of that relaxed energy from the previous day was still there. I feel mm. okay, and by the third day, it was gone. Mine actually dissipated a lot quicker because I had a jog 
off the <laughs> that maybe offset the I don't know if it uh, matters because like, I thought jogging would like boost blood circulation mm. so I thought maybe it would like uh, it would improve the healing process but then actually like you know when I had time to really look look at my legs when I uh, got home I saw bruises oh no <laughs> like light bruises not purpley black ones just like reddish blue bruises oh. so I think maybe it's like you know the bruises were at, were at the play, pressure points where she mentioned that were really congested and blocked so I'm not sure if the bruising had something to do with like my body trying to like get rid of these bad blood and replace bad it bad blood bad. <laughs> <laughs> Something similar must be going on because she mentioned that my legs were quite tight and congested mm -hmm. and yeah. then it did feel like um, it's a little looser afterwards. I mean, not to the extent where I well, actually bruised, but I mean, I feel like... Um, <laughs> it's just me. <laughs> I have <laughs> You have a very sensitive system. Yeah, she did say my legs were really like... What's, what's the word? I don't know what's the word. I mean... She's like, it's really kind of not bloated bloated swollen. Is it's not swollen it's not swollen <laughs> she's like it's kind of swollen I'm like what does this mean because <laughs> that was how she differentiated you know our legs as in she like yours you... was sort of like more in the swole and swollen. mine was just sort of really like really tight really blocked and, and blocked. tight I don't know yeah. the difference we keep asking them you know what does it actually mean they don't they don't really explain. I don't think they actually know in too great detail I think they just know. You know, people learn from... Like, like intuition. And so yeah. they learn from experience. So they don't well. actually learn all the theory, but so they don't yeah. know how to explain it to us. But overall, I did, like, enjoy a quick it's a lunchtime massage. It's like a quickie. <laughs> it is a quickie. And the fact that we got to do this during a work day, I think, is actually kind of Yeah, it was like half special. a in a week as well. Yeah. It's quite refreshing. Wednesday, I think. My yeah. legs did feel like a few pounds lighter after mm. the massage. So we've tried quite different uh, kind of experiences in the last month or so. And we were just looking for different experiences that we think might help with de-stressing us just to like ease our minds a bit. Would you revisit like, any of the experiences we've tried before? Like, do you think you... I definitely would want to explore the symbol a bit further. Mm. I mean, I'm still slightly skeptical, actually, <laughs> as to whether it can do any actual healing. But, but the um, pr practitioner did mention that, you know, one-on-one -on -one sessions are, are probably a bit more... Like, comprehensive? You know, exactly, yeah. yeah. So I think I might want to do potentially a one-on-one -on -one session at some point she also mentioned that on a one-on-one -on -one session she'll actually put the bowls on your body yeah, yeah whereas like in a group session she'll only like bring it to closer proximity but mm. not actually on your body so maybe that would make a difference i feel like it might i think there's a lot of potential in a single therapy so i might go for it again what about you i think it's worth giving it a go again like um there was a like, my friend asked me to go last week, but I was too lazy to leave my house. I was like, oh, I want to, but it's And it, it is located at the end of a yeah. pretty steep walk. If it was a closer location, yeah. it would be nice. Although the location for us was quite far. It was quite a nice kind of neighborhood for the studio. It's a very pretty neighborhood. Yeah, yeah it was really quiet and then, hidden. Yeah. So <laughs> but what about the uh, floral arrangement? Would you like to try, like more types of floral arrangement in the future do you think it's like a thing you can pick up i feel like if i actually do pick it up as a hobby i'm mm. the perfectionist i might start thinking it at some <laughs> Gradually. Point, and that's not a good thing so i don't know i mean i feel like it's better as a one-off i mm. feel 
I mean, it was very much about the moment, and it's true. Yeah, I do love the fact that it's like a moment thing. Yeah, I don't know if I want to do it like on a regular basis. I mean, floral floral arrangement classes. I mean, some people actually really love it. I mean, it's very calming for them. But what was the Japanese floral arrangement? Ikebana, oh yeah, like, I'm actually more interested in that. Like, there's something really abstract about the way they place the flowers. That was more of. What I thought our arrangements is gonna look like. Yeah, that's what yeah. I thought too. Oh, I'm gonna do some. <laughs> I thought there would be something like more experimental or that. I don't know, edgier. If floral arrangements could be edgy, I feel like. They I feel would like be maybe the that. edginess would be less, like more spontaneous, or maybe it's the opposite. It's like more sort of artistry. You have to be very specific. You have to mm. explain why you place it. <laughs> like I feel like there's a lot of precision involved, mm. and I don't know if I want to do it. Too often because I feel like it might dilute the experience as well if I do it on a very regular basis. Yeah. Um, in terms of other ways to distress, I think it's always nice to have a monthly massage. Oh, definitely. I think maybe like bi-monthly would yeah. also, would also be good. Because I was looking up the menu at the massage parlor, I really want to try the acupressure, acupressure like yeah. the full body acupressure. Because my my back, my shoulders, my everything, everything. hurts. Yeah. I do miss a good full body massage. A good full yeah. body massage is like a really great distresser. But I don't think they will fit in, in a lunch time, a lunch break. Well, unless we don't eat lunch, which is probably not great. I mean, we had like a quick uh, rice ball and such after our <laughs> massage. Yeah, we can do that again at some point. We can do it sometime. Yeah. It could be a yeah. regular thing. Um, are there any sort of uh, experiences that you kind of like looked at for recently to maybe you want to try like new things to de- de-stress your body with? I feel like I might have another go at the meditation app at some point. Mm-hmm. Just <laughs> I am actually paying for it. So you're paying for the yes, app. Yes, I I what don't know why. I do not understand why I am paying for it. I mean, I'm obviously I at some point I thought it would be a great idea to actually buy meditation practices, but then it hasn't actually turned out great because I never used it except at the very beginning. So it's like a monthly subscription. It's a subscription. Oh so I think you God. pay for like a lump sum for a year, and then you get like unlimited guided meditations on different topics and it could be like to help you sleep or to bust anxiety or there could be more targeted ones where it's to i don't know that there's some which kind of targets you in terms of like what sort of dreams you're getting this sort of Mm. thing so i feel like um maybe i should overcome my resistance to it and now that i'm kind of slightly more prepped in terms of like getting myself to the state of zen maybe i should go for that again i don't know what about you me i guess i'm i don't know i I, i'm always up for trying new things i think we know that (laughs) i love trying new things i always wanted to try making my own candles like i think making candles is should be more relaxing because you're mixing scents color and then it's all very straightforward i think (laughs) and i mean you can keep the candle it's not like flower arrangements where yeah, you can take days. time, you know, use your candle more leisurely, burn it like once every fortnight. Yes. <laughs> That's something I'll be interested in as well, actually. Yeah. Well, I hope you'll become less stressed throughout the coming months. <laughs> I hope you will continue to be not stressed. <laughs> <laughs> and I hope you get better sleep and less yeah, vivid Yeah, let's hope that dreams. happens. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on today, Thank you, Michelle. Zoe. Have a good day. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the end. Make sure to subscribe to Yes What wherever you listen to your podcast so you don't miss out on our newest episode. 
And if you liked what you heard on this episode, go follow us on Spotify and give us all the stars on Apple Podcast. Find out more about what we do on our blog at yesstyle.com forward slash blog. And feel free to DM us your questions on our Instagram at the yesstylist. See you soon.